0: This is Sox in 7. Welcome back to Sox in 7. We are your hosts, Mason Reed, Kevin Tebow, Jack Taggerman. We are back. Uh, emergency press conference after opening day. I mean, I'll just say it. What the fuck was that? What did you see, Tags?
1: What did I see? I saw, I saw the bats get going. And then I saw the story last year's Red Sox where the bullpen's going to come in, try to keep a game where it is, and they can't.
0: Yeah. How, how do you feel about uh Corey Kluber becoming Rich Hill 2.0? Corey Kluber like two
1: years away from being Rich Hill 2.0. He's not that old yet. I mean, the first inning he came in and sat some guys down other than Adley. You know, Adley made him pay for a missed pitch, but the guy went five for five today. So I mean you're gonna run to run into a guy that's just unconscious. But then after that, he lost the commandable. Was it nine walks as a team today?
0: Yeah. Tied I mean, opening day record.
1: When you're topping out 88, 89, there's one thing you gotta you gotta really live on, and it's your location. And when you lose that, you're just gonna get barreled
0: up all night. And that that certainly happened. That first Adley home run was an absolute bomb. But I agree. I think the pitching was just atrocious. I mean, you go Kluber, Zach Kelly, Ryan Brazier. um, I forget who came in after Brazier, but it wasn't wasn't good. And Chris Martin um, worked around some uh, traffic. and Yeah. It just, it just wasn't good pitching.
2: Yeah. I mean, to jump in here, um, the Red Sox clearly can, can rake the baseball. Like, we like like we said a lot of things that we said in the last podcast. Sibo came to light. Like I said, I wasn't excited at all to see a lot of innings get pitched by Corey Kluber this year. I, I'm still not excited about that. Um Yeah, I mean, I think we just have we have the bats to like we can fall behind eight to two like we did today, ten to four, and like we can we can come back in those games. It's just about keeping the other team at ten runs because we can get to ten runs, we can get to eleven, but like the bullpen's just like dude. Zach Kelly and Caleb or are just not good pitchers. And most of the time when they come into the game, they're going to give up a lot of runs, like almost all the time. So like that puts us in a like pretty bad spot where like, even if we're scorching at the plate, trying to battle back in these games, like we're just going to give up even more runs, but like, I don't know. That's all I like, that's all like we can hit. That's like at least something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I do think some of it you can attribute to the cold, like, Zach Kelly, I mean, Corey Kluber walks the bases loaded. Zach Kelly comes in, first pitch, he throws a wild pitch. Like, what are we doing? Like, throw the ball over the plate. Let him let him hit it. It's cold out. The ball's not gonna travel. But it it was it was not good to see in the least. Um, but I know tags had a lot of takeaways from today's game. If you want to pull up that list, but one thing I did want to go over is. Reese McGuire is getting run all over. You yep. know, yeah. Like they were taking bags left and right. I don't know if that's because of the new bases, the pitch clock, what, but Reese wouldn't even throw the ball. He like it just was horrible.
2: Yeah, right. I've seen that happen a few times today, where um, there like wasn't even a throw down on a steal. It happened to McGuire, obviously. And um, I don't know. I think that definitely plays a role. But like, as tags alluded to a bit earlier, Adley Rutschman was just unconscious today. Like, but he got on base all six times, five for five, hitting a bomb. Uh, I mean, that guy's going to be an issue. It looks like he yeah. always has been, and now that he's up, like I don't know. I mean, for maybe like the 15 Orioles,
0: plus maybe, years too.
2: Yeah, maybe the Orioles are just like a lot better than us. But like, obviously, you can't tell after say, but maybe,
0: possibly. All right, Tags, let's hear your takeaways. Let's go
1: through this list real quick. All right. Rafael Devers looks like he's going to have another great year. I could I could see him going 290 plus, 300 plus, you know, 25, 30 bombs. Um, Yoshida looked confident, you know. He actually looked a little shaky in the field, but that's to be expected. They were saying, you know, in Japan you're used to playing, in a, it's a bunch of domes in Japan apparently. You know, he's out and left, so he's going to have to learn the monster, but that'll come with time. Um, I typed this in at like the sixth inning before Arroyo hit that hit that RBI later in the game. But I mean Arroyo looked horrible at the plate, dude. He did. He, he I mean like,
0: that double play was brutal.
1: He looked like he's just guessing on everything, and he's you know, he's behind on off-speed pitches, which shouldn't be the case. And it's just like he he wasn't seeing the ball at all. Um bullpen continues to stink. Same story as last year. Uh the command as a whole, we talked about that earlier. Um Loved Verdugo leadoff. I, I can see him batting 285, 290 plus
0: this year. Yeah, that that leadoff triple of the game yeah. was awesome.
1: Casas, who I've said in the past I'm not huge on. I thought he saw the belt, the ball great today. Even though he he had a couple RBIs, I believe he wasn't productive in terms of you know getting on base. But
0: yeah, um, I I liked, like just watching him at the plate the way he works through an at bat. I think I think I'm coming around to him. I really think that he had a good approach today. Um,
1: we talked about this earlier. Reese just, you know, I think a little I think a little bit about Reese getting ran all over is the jumps they were getting with the whole with the whole pitch clock rules. So I mean that'll sort itself out as teams to kind of figure out what they're gonna do about that. Um Connor Wong isn't even a little good. I mean. Not at all. That that guy that guy's like half productive in Worcester. I don't, I don't know why he's up right now. I know we just had another catcher. I can't remember his name, but you know he just he's Jorge just frail. The and then final takeaway: Ryan Brazier has to have dirt on the front office because it makes no sense that that guy consistently makes the roster and stays up. It makes no sense to me.
0: It's ridiculous. He comes in today, and you just know automatically he's going to give up a run. First batter, he hits him. That run, came around and scored. I mean, Ryan Brazier stinks, Reed.
1: Not only not only does not a single fan in the ballpark or the New England area have confidence in that guy, I don't even think he has confidence in that guy, bro. I can't remember the last time that guy came into a game and did even
0: all right. Yep. Here's a real question for you. Who would you rather see on the mound, Caleb Ort or Ryan Brazier?
2: Ryan Brazier. I think I, I'd rather name another one. Let's keep going. Let's no, keep going.
0: No, I think I will go Ort, but uh, bro, what tags? Tags ready? Rich Hill or Ryan Brazier? Ryan
2: Brazier, bro? Ryan Brazier over almost every Probably single. Ryan pitch the Brazier.
1: Whole league. Ryan Brazier can at least like touch ninety.
0: Fair, I I agree. I don't like seeing Rich Hill or you get, and Horowitz. I honestly
1: argue. I touched on this I honestly
2: early. argue Ryan Brazier's a top 30 reliever in that <laughs> movie.
0: Stop, dude. You should have come been on, DFA. Just give him some
2: time. He'll be in he'll be in the twos this year in the ERA. Just give him some time. One bad outing to start the year. Never hurt anybody.
1: I don't know. It, it could just be amazing, dude. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in velocity, bro. There's too many guys out there that can throw ninety five plus for you to keep a guy on your roster that's keep that's you know, staying 87, 88 the whole day. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about Brazier. Brazier pumps. No, no, Brazier pumps. But, no, I'm saying, like, I'm saying more Kluber. It's just, like,
0: yeah. the no, fact he's that the he's a worst the one gonna... starter,
1: and I don't know if he sniffed 90 once all day. I think no, he was sitting no, 88, no. 89.
0: Yeah, I mean, he topped out at 88, I, I believe. Um, yeah,
2: no, he, he turned out to prove to be the worst single opening day starter in the MLB besides Mitch Keller, like I said. He's, yeah. he's not good at pitching.
0: He's very washed. Um, one thing I did want to talk about were some of those at-bats in the ninth inning because they were brutal. I mean, Devers, that I mean, he he looked good all day and then just struck out on three pitches. I think either two out of three or all three were balls, and he was just way too jumpy. He's got to settle down. I think just got pumped up for the moment, but it was an ugly at-bat.
2: Yeah, Bautista's a bad matchup for him in general, but, yeah, he did swing at three pitches that were all, like, not even relatively close to the zone. So, like, if he were to just have stood there, it's probably 3-0, and then maybe Yoshida doesn't ground and do a double play. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I like Justin Turner, I think, had a good day at the dish. I think he's just going to be solid. But, yeah, being back to the ninth inning, Yoshida, like, you just can't – you can't just be, like – slowly dribbling one to short in that situation. Like, you just really
0: can't. It's like, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah, I'd rather see you strike out there. But, I mean, he got bailed out. Yeah. One thing I will say is Kike at short. I know he made an error today, but it was kind of Devers's fault. Kike looked good at short today. He made a lot of tough plays on tough hops. Like, one of his double plays, he had a chopper and picked it up on a short hop, turn two with Arroyo. The middle infield looks good defense wise. Devers, Devers, not great. Shaky. Yeah, Devers, Devers was, didn't look Devers great.
1: Had one one and a half errors. Call it. Yeah, he was shaky. Off, off a guy that I mean was you know a stud defensively last year. Given it's one game, I mean he'll figure it out. But
0: for sure, uh, Reed, I know you want to get into uh, some pitch clock new rules. How do you feel about them?
2: Yeah, I mean, just from sitting here watching baseball all day, um, since like I feel like since that was the only thing I was really focused on was just sitting here watching baseball, it makes it so much enjoyable, like so much more enjoyable. I just watched every single pitch of the White Sox game. Big W for the South Side. Shout out Dylan Cease, absolute dice festival. Every time he pitches, just like he's the best pitcher in the league. Like I said on the last podcast, and um, so far I've watched every pitch of this Mariners and. Cleveland game and we're already in the bottom of the fifth here like it just moves along it's nice I feel like if you like if you're watching baseball in the background and you're doing something else like I used to sometimes and have before uh, you're going to miss a lot but I really like the new pace of play it's picking up it doesn't the pitch clock doesn't seem to mind anyone as long as you get going within the 15 seconds you should be fine I know Devers was like not looking at the pitcher with eight seconds left there's some whatever rule that is but like, I mean, that's pretty self explanatory. Just like look at the pitcher, you know, like you don't really need to K because of that. But um yeah, I mean around the league today, just watching games, I think it's been like a great, a much better product due to this. I mean, it'll take some time to get used to, but I'm enjoying it thoroughly.
1: Now the one thing I hated about the Devers call was that with eight seconds left given, you know, the rule is he's supposed to be looking at the pitcher the pitcher's not set, or, you know, he's digging into the rubber at eight seconds. So, I mean,
0: I feel like it should kind of go both ways. I agree. Like, I feel like the eight-second rule should apply as long as the pitcher's already set and ready to go. CJ and has left
2: earth, boys. Wow.
0: That's what we're talking about. Um He's the boy. But, I mean, my expectations for this season is – I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be, you know, overreaction opening day, but, you know, I'm, I'm nervous. This, this pitching staff looked horrible today and the Yankees lineup great and Garrett Cole shoved, but you know, it's only the first day of the season, but I don't know, man.
1: I'm not a fooled all off season, bro. Yeah. You know, you look at the starting nine, you look at, you know, you look at the top three subs we got. We're like, wow, you know, we're gonna rake all season. And then you realize your day one starter is Corey Kluber. And then you're bringing in Zach Kelly and Ryan Brazier and Caleb Ort. Like all three of those guys, I mean given, you know, some of them, you know, you come in and it's a six, seven run ball game and like, you know, you don't want to throw your best bullpen arms, but I mean, we don't, we don't even have much past them.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And like, we, we pretty much used our whole bullpen today and we got sale tomorrow. And most he's going is five. So that just, I mean, I guess we got a day off tomorrow, but it just puts us in a shitty situation for the rest of the week. And then you got Tanner Houck rounding out this game. So, like, your bullpen is not looking where it was at the beginning of the year when you had everybody healthy. Garrett Whitlock, Bayo, Paxton, Jolie Rodriguez. Like, the team is uh, thinning out like it was at the yeah, end of I last think, year.
2: I think we just have to – um. I mean, I guess you just try to win Saturday and then brand new season, we're back to five hundred. Like I mean, we are playing the Pirates next. So like if we got like a little bit out ahead of the race, that'd be good. But um this also brings up a question that Tags was talking about earlier. Um drop it in the comments if you have an answer. Like show some love in the comments. But um I know that like Tags probably doesn't think so and like I'm also like up in the air on it, but will the Red Sox not be in last place at a single, at a singular point in the entire season in the AL East? And like, it's hard to say that they like, it's hard to say confidently that they will be like, will not be in last place.
0: Yeah. Or even that, just better have a better record than the Yankees at any point this year. It's hard to say. It might not happen. We do face the Pirates, so maybe. Maybe we go on a little run here, but with our pitching still hurt, I don't know. But also, the Yankees' back half of their rotation isn't great either. So we'll see. I mean, I think it really comes down to Cutter, Cutter Crawford. If Tanner Houck is Tanner Houck, then and what Nick Pavetta are we going to get? Are we going to get Nick Pavetta or are we going to get Nicholas Pavetta?
1: I'm excited about Bayo this year. I think he has a. I think he has a breakthrough year. I think he's got some stuff that could exist at the big league level.
0: Yeah, I agree. We just got to get him back. Yeah. Um, you guys. Yeah. Gotta, how long is he out for? Uh, I I think he's missing two starts. It's one or two starts. Uh, yeah. So he'll be back by the end of April, at least, maybe earlier. Um. You guys got any closing thoughts? No, nah, I think we hit everything. You know,
2: yeah, um,
1: basketball good. live, regroup uh, regroup uh, Saturday. Win a baseball game. Win a baseball game.
0: Yeah, you got sail on the mound, you know. Put something together. Um, yeah. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, live show, 4 p.m., Sox and 7, live from Amherst, live on YouTube. Don't miss it. tune in all right we'll see you guys Saturday